and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Who that John is in the house? How about that? How about that? Who that John? Long time listener. What do you got, who that John? What you eat? A pe- pepperoni. He's got Marcus pizza. Is on his way. He's got uh, he's got some pizza there as well. Chef Scott Craig is here. You know how I can tell? His name is on the front of his shirt. Hey, yeah. If he was I turning mean, around, you'd never know. Yeah. The man for many years had the name on the back of his shirt, at least his last name. Mr. John Forquet is over to our left here as well. We're live at Katie's, 3701 Iberville, 800-998-1003, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. And we'd like to wish happy birthday to... Josh Roulette. Josh Roulette. Dr. Josh Roulette's birthday Josh today. Roulette. He is. Mine was Tuesday. And, uh, yeah. and he said Francesca looking for us having lunch. Well, we were supposed to be at Francesca. We were supposed to. I had to pull up. Because I had a meeting here. You have a meeting. So. It's very important. Yeah. And after all, you're. It's about our new design across the street. Nice. We should be finalizing it today. Are are we, uh, are we thinking about perhaps a little, little radio nook? Little area for We can put a little, there will be a little, a little nook. Little nook? Yeah, a little, little, little side. We're gonna have an oyster grill and an oyster bar and a really cool bar. So what you're saying is it's gonna smell amazing in there. It is. (laughs) Still called it, what you gonna call it? Katie's oyster bar? Probably something like that. Um, Scott on a half shell. What are we calling it? <laughs> how about how about Scott on a half shell? I don't know what we're going to call it. Katie's. Yeah. We, we think it, it's our storage unit. Yeah, it was our storage unit. So we were thinking about calling it the storage. Or how about we let listeners submit some uh, some. I think listeners submit some oysters. Yeah. Oysters in there? Is it going to be an oyster? Uh, Katie's, I, we're working on. I think you need it. to add the word Radio Nola, for real. I don't know. What would you call yeah. an oyster bar? Put it, put submit it out there. It, yeah. yeah, submit it out. We'll there. pass it along to Chef and, Scotty and, over and, here. And whoever puts I like the name, Scotty you know? on a half shell. What do you think? I like that too. Scotty, Scotty on the half, half shell. shell. Come Gus. on, dude. You get, you get, you get a local artist to make a caricature of you. <laughs> Big old smile, and you're literally on a half shell of an oyster. You know, on the inside <laughs> of an oyster. Ah. <laughs> uh, I like that. I mean, I'm, uh, dude, I'm just saying, you know, kind of you like waving or doing a peace sign or something, <laughs> you know, or like it's a bottle of hot sauce in your hand or you whatever. Get, well, here's, you get a half shell, you That's stand up saying. there with a flag, you look like George dude. Washington. You know what? You know, you stick the flag in the front, like, you know. Scott, I designed uh, our keychains here in our table. You know I'm going to do a, a very crude rendering of well, I know you Scotty's on a half shell. <laughs> Scotty's on a half shell here. Coming right up. In the meantime, while I draw on my brother Martin piece of paper, Rick, thank you for calling the sports hangover. <laughs> How, How are you, Rick? How are you, Rick? Hello, Rick. <laughs> What's up, bud? Hey, um, has anybody thought about this? Why Sean Payton would not be in a hurry to sign with anybody to help the Saints? Because let's just say he goes to um, who's the worst team in the NFL? Whoever that is, all right. Let's say we get, we want that number one draft pick. Do you think he's going to want to give away his number one draft pick to us? Well, no. Well, well that's why. Remember what he said. Well, Rick, remember what he said on Wednesday, on Monday, on the Colin Coward show. He said specifically the compensation for the Saints is a mid to late first round pick. 
That takes the number two pick from Houston off. The number three pick from um, Arizona. And Carolina does have a top five pick. I mean, they can move up there. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, he said mid to late round. First round. The guy's negotiating his own trade. And it's it's not just this. It could be a late first round and maybe another earlier pick next year. Correct. But they're not going to give up. He's not going to Carolina if they're going to give up the fifth pick. He's not going to Arizona if they're giving up the third pick. And he's not going to Houston if they give up the second pick. He'd be a fool to go there. I've already thought about this. Right, I agree. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Thanks. All right, appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's what people don't understand. Just because the Saints want two first-round draft picks, well, that's not going to want to give them up. Right, the team's not going to give them up. Say, oh, I'm coming in, but we don't have no picks. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I just forgot about it, but he just brought up a really valid point. Why would he want to go to Houston? That's going to give us their picks. Yeah, right. Houston got two. He could go to Denver. It's not going to give us anything. Right. They don't have anything. They have to give up later later in years. And that doesn't do us any good. We right. need picks now. Because by the time we get those picks, this team could be on a free fall. Well, look, let's just say the, the Saints get a, a late-round, first-round pick. For whatever reason, the, the Carolina negotiates something with another team and say, oh, we, we're going to move up. We'll go give up. We'll get another first-round pick to give to the Saints. Well, the Saints might have to bottle that with another second-round pick if they want to move up in the first round. So there's a lot of negotiation that we don't know. Don't forget who got the Saints in this mess. Correct. He's the guy that's going to get $25 million Well, let me just say this to to protect Sean in that case. Sean ain't the only one that's in that room. Jeff Ireland and Mickey also got him in this mess. Look, they're they're (laughs) 80-something million dollars, I'm not mistaken, 50-something million dollars. Over the cap. So you have to definitely have someone dealing and wheeling with these draft picks and a future pick. There it is. What do you think? I just, uh, that's a very crude. Miles, our architect. This is Miles, our architect. Nice to meet you. Uh, If you would like me to help. (laughs) With this as well, here's a... Uh, I mean, the, the, the head's a lot bigger than the body. <laughs> that, looks, that looks really good. Like well, my head's pretty big. Um, and I also yeah. have no neck. So <laughs> essentially, you're, uh, you're, you're in the you're in in a shell. In the shell. An oyster shell. Then I have a flag. Give a I think you stand up. up. I just put my head in an oyster shell. Well, no, I mean, we got to see you. But uh, Scotty's Pearl. I'm telling you. Oops. Scotty's Pearl. Scotty's Pearl. Pearl. But, you know, in, in, instead of like A-L-F for Pearl. half shell, you got to do the number. Half shell. Mid-City Pearl. Because isn't that how you do it? Katie's Pearl. Katie's Pearl. I'm being serious. Like on a menu, don't you do like one slash two for a half dozen or a dozen, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Half shell. One slash two shell. <laughs> Stick to being a, a, a sportscaster, man. All I'm saying is if you do decide to go with this image and likeness and my idea, oh, I just, I just He's want already packed. Yeah. He's, He's already, already got an NIL. No. He's looking for an NIL deal. I'm just saying. He gets yeah, free pizza. That's yeah. what you get. Yeah, I just get onion rings. Yeah, give me the onion, onion rings. Well, no, I want the char grilled oysters. I mean, just give me whenever I walk in. They're too expensive. Some char grilled oysters. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I'm telling you, that's a really good drawing right there. <laughs> <laughs> you got one eyeglass bigger than the other. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna tweet this. <laughs> there you go. We'll see how it goes. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. You know. You're not gambling anymore. You said you're taking a break for like a week. All right. Let's bet. How many people do you think, if I tweak this photo, will like the idea? Over, under five. Under. Under five. No, it's got to be over. because It's got to be over because it's so goofy. People are going to want to see it. All right. I'm tweeting it. Yeah, I think it's over. It's over. (laughs) Who likes my idea for Chef Scotty's new... (laughs) 
<laughs> Oyster <laughs> bar. <laughs> but I think it's a good idea. That's just me. Oh, it's a good idea. Might, might, have to, to might have to fix up the well, picture I mean, a little again, bit. It's just, I mean, this is the first rendering. I mean, you know, we, 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 we <laughs> the first rendering. It's the first rendering. Like, what do you want to do? The last one. What do you want to do in the half shell? Are you, are you giving me a thumbs up? <laughs> you know, I like, I like, the, half I like the half shell. Look, look what you just did. I what, saw what, that what, what is what is this there called? Is. Oh. I'm holding a what is that <laughs> a tray of oysters? Well, no, that's kind of a you know. Yeah, there you go. I think you got to put the flag, though. you got to have a flag. A flag? Yeah. What is it with you and flags? What, 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 he needs to be standing up. the flag in the oyster. He's still mad because Ole Miss lost no. their flag. Listen to me. Oh, I still got him. Listen, he needs to be standing up in the oyster with the flag. You want like, he's charging up. in. Stand up in the oyster. Well, you don't what? want a flag. <laughs> put a flag and put, a, put the half shell name on the flag. you got a flag. Half shell. Yeah, we don't want people feeling that the oysters oh, are attacking geez. you. I mean, this is not, Jesus. You know? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, uh, anyway. Hey, babe. 800-998-1003. Give me some ideas. I'm going to tweet this as soon as I have a chance here during the break. Patrick, what you got for us, sir? Hey, how you doing? Doing well, man. Hey, Sean Payton is turning into Khloe Kardashian. You know? I, hear this, yeah. I gotta hear this. The Chloe Kardashian. Go ahead. You know, it's uh, like I, I'm, I, I saw an interview the other day, and and, and he's, he's saying what the Saints should get for him, which was it kind of blew my mind that that he would actually set his value in public like that. He's a narcissist. Put, put Mickey, what's that? He's a narcissist. That's what he does. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why I'm exactly. That's why he's a Kardashian. And <laughs> you know what? He doesn't deserve. Uh, I, I hope the Saints did everything that they can for him, but he's not that good of a coach. So I'll leave it at that. But y'all agree with me? I want to give you a lot. Thank you, man. You know, he kind of agrees with me. All he's ever done is win with one quarterback. Right, that's the only thing he got. He had a legendary yeah. quarterback yeah. that that's calling plays at the line of scrimmage. Well, that's going to be the key. That's why he's trying to get Tom Brady. He'll win with Brady. He's going to need another good but quarterback. After that, what's going to happen? Because he's, you know, Brady ain't playing five. I mean, let's years. look at it this way, guys. The Saints went what eight and nine last year. Well, you ought to know you lost that money. Oh. No, eight and nine. <laughs> with Peyton, they went eight and nine well, with a, this team, yep. and they went seven and ten I last saw, year. So are we? Are we? I just just so I, I make sure that we're we're on the same page and, here. And are, most are we, of those losses really, have to do with the players. Are we going with now? He's not a good coach. Is that what we're going? Well, with? I'm not saying he's I'm not, not saying a good he's coach. the best coach ever. He but only he, won one Super Bowl, right, and he, he had a legendary quarterback. That's all he did, huh? Okay, yeah, that's all he did, bro. He had Drew Brees. I mean, how many I, passing Well, Belichick had Tom Brady, and they won six Super Bowls. Exactly. Same. You know, we could be talking about Drew Brees being the GOAT and not Tom Brady had they had Bill Belichick. The Saints had Bill Belichick. Okay. Think about it. Okay. Well, but, just, but remember, Belichick when, when they won the Super with Bowls with Belichick, who was the OC? It's all about who's your OC. Gosh. Thank you. So, big difference. But he's not. He's Bel- Belichick this. called defense and Josh That's called thanks, offense. Doug. All right, the Doug. great Doug Mouton. Yes, walking out with let, his let, pride and you friends. know what? Let's let, let's ask. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, 
Okay, so um, he's asking a food question. But yes, I, I really do like mine. Oh, you, you, you like your logo? I do. It's fried green tomatoes with remoulade. Doug, Doug's man. Yeah, I Doug's tough. Doug. Thanks, Doug. Doug. Doug, what do you think of my idea for Chef Scotty's New Oyster Bar? Scotty's on a half shell. <laughs> <laughs> if Doug Mouton says it's okay, we may do it. The picture is freaking awesome. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that as the actual logo. But we, I'm in. we need, we need, we need me dressed as there a crusader, go. though. There you go. We could, I could. Oh. I would get Aloysius. That ain't a uh. <laughs> What would you yeah. want him doing in the half shell? Is he giving you a high five? Taking a, a bath? Up? Like what? I just, I just have him. A thumbs up. But what? But, but <laughs> yeah. Well, Doug, Doug, that's going to be the new oyster bar across the street. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. No, this is legit. You're, you're part. You're part of the creative process right now. <laughs> I got one. Yes, over under was five. With me sitting with the stupid eyes in a half shell, why aren't you going to get a million of them? Well, you should have put the eyes. A good idea. Because it's stupid. It's not stupid. You got one eye bigger than the other. Let me tell you what. You would sell some shirts. Oh, yes, you would. would. Let's talk about something important. This is important. Tonight's big game with the New Orleans Privateer basketball, man. We got a game in. Quick break. We come come back. When we come back, Coach John wants to chime into the conversation. Uh, We'll, uh, we'll do that here in a quick second. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. After redshirting his first year at Ohio State, Joe Burrow spent the next two years as J.T. Barrett's backup. With Dwayne Haskins on the roster, Burrow didn't see much playing time and decided to transfer. LSU head coach Ed Orgeron zeroed in on Burrow and landed him. In his second season at LSU, Burrow led the Tigers to a 15-0 record, a national championship, and arguably the best season ever by a college quarterback. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. Teams that win college bowls have great recruits. And great recruiting starts with great conversations. That's why when you post a job for free, LinkedIn Jobs taps into a network of over 875 million professionals to find the right people for your role. LinkedIn Jobs helps you narrow down to only the most qualified candidates, which means you can start hiring the right people faster. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports to post your job for free. That's LinkedIn.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by HealthGrades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by HealthGrades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. Man that likes to talk. Now. 
now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Welcome back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN at New Orleans. We're live over at, and I tweeted it, by the way. I did. I tweeted the, logo the photo. Is the logo is the Well, I also, I said I need some help. Coach John can be the first one to help us out here. How, what would you name an oyster bar? I'm mean, let's, 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 The Privateer. Remember the bar, the Privateer? Okay. Oh, yeah. Coach John, thank you for calling the show. How are you? I'm fine. How are you all today? Doing good, man. I, what you got? I, well, I would keep in the Saints in mind. Okay. I would name the new oyster bar R. Shucks. Oh. R. Shucks. Like... Oh, well, like you know, you holy shucks. Holy like, shucks. You, like you're frustrated, you know. Oh, right. shucks. <laughs> oh, shucks. I like holy shucks. Holy <laughs> shucks. Holy shucks. Holy shucks. What about uh, that? How yeah. about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. Aw, oh, shucks. Holy shucks. I like that. Damn, All right, something. Coach John. Hey, could you, could you stomach? Hey, could you Hey, could you stomach Sean Payton? At a press conference saying, blah, 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 thank y'all for coming, keep pounding. As he introduced yeah, himself. Yeah, if I can get a good first round pick out of him, he can go anywhere, anywhere he wants. Okay, there it is. Along the lines That's of what, what the caller was saying, but Jack. Just get, get, get the pick you want. And if he takes Michael Thomas and his salary off of our hands? Oh, he ain't it. taking Michael yeah, Thomas. Sean Payton does not like Michael, Michael Thomas. Go. Nah. Yep. Sean Payton likes to win, too. Yeah, he ain't taking Michael you don't Thomas. Think, you don't That's think cancer. How about that? Would you bet on that, Chef Scotty? What's that? Dozen oysters. What would I bet a dozen oysters on? Does Michael Thomas wind up with Sean Payton? <laughs> no. I mean, no. I, if, if he's healthy, John, what do you what do you what do no, you think? I, I think he's cancer. Jason Hill's going with him. I can tell you that. Oh, Jason. How are they going to let Taysom Hill go? They're not going to let him They're go. They're going to let him go. They're not going to let him go because they like Sean Payton. Sure. Let him go. Let him go. It's right. Cap savings, Chef Scotty. That's pretty much all we had last year. <laughs> Cap savings. Yeah, good point. Yeah. See? That's and it. Sean Payton's Th- the one that Thomas, gave him that big Thomas contract. Thomas Hill and them other people. Toodaloo, boo-boo. Uh, oh, toodaloo. Toodaloo, okay. boo-boo. Thank you, Coach John. Appreciate the phone call. 800 999 I will. Take care. Anyway. Let's talk about the UNO Privateers Go basketball ahead. game on the lakefront tonight. Sounds good. Texas A&M Commerce. 3-2 and two against 3-2. and two. Right. Privateers need a big win tonight, and they're going to pull it off against Texas A&M Commerce. Need to come out to Lakefront Arena tonight, 7 p.m. What you got there, John? The Enjoying tail us. of the tape? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the ball. One's uh, com, uh, Texas A&M Commerce is 5 and 5th uh, place in the Southland Conference at 7 and 12. UNO is at 6 and 10 in 4th place. UNO is coming off of uh, their they lost their their last we ten had. games four and six with one loss, whereas Texas A&M is three and seven with one win. I like New Orleans tonight. I think uh, New Orleans takes care They're of business. They're a good bet at home. Yeah, what's I wonder what that. Their means. home record is five and three from what they say here. Well, you can't you can't go by. We play thing. we play a bunch of power five schools to get to the conference, right? And when we start playing in conference, that's what matters. Oh, it does, yeah. The only way UNO can make the NCAA tournament is by winning their conference tournament. Correct. So it's about 
winning in the conference, getting a good conference tournament seating. They're in a tough yes. conference now, even though it's a Southland. They got Nichols playing well, Northwest, South, South, well, Southeastern. Southeastern yeah. playing very well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be easy. You know, mean, the, no. uh, the other team from Texas, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, the pack. That's who we lost to. Right. They, they're very good. We lost to them Saturday. Yeah, they yeah. beat us pretty good. Yeah. But we're three and two in the conference, and that's what matters. We yep. just need to get a good conference tournament seating. This team is well coached. They, yeah, are, they, are. they are very athletic. Um, he's got a couple of players that that can jump out of the gym. Amari Henry is a player, and um, you know, it's like I used to watch him a long time. I used to go to all our games. I it was enjoyable to watch. And, and while before I go into my meeting, oh, you, you got a meeting? Yes, yes I think the Pelicans. Have oh, lost, yeah, that's right. Have lost touch with what's going on. Okay, hold on. Um, they need to get their players I, back. I, I got to do it properly. Ready? Um, what is your level of concern? It's very deep. Very um, deep. Watching them play. Um, I, I know Zion's out. Mm-hmm. And I know Ingram's out. Ingram's out. Uh-huh. But I was hoping that they would do better than what they're doing. And they're getting blown out. And it And it's just... It's a shame because I think they need to regroup. Can I help you? Yes. Well, you can keep bending. I just let me know. They when can't you... beat good teams without their stars, and I thought That's they'd be point. able to compete with these teams. Well, Miami blew them off the court last na- night. Na- name me a team in the NBA that currently can do that. What you just said. I don't know. They can blow out <laughs> teams. I thought the without Pelicans, their stars. I thought we oh. were deeper. Well, you are deep. Yeah, that's what shocked me. I thought okay. we had a good bench. Okay, but I'm glad both of y'all said that because we had a couple of callers in the post game yesterday say the same thing. If you wouldn't be deep, you wouldn't be third right now. No. Okay. Are we still third? So, even yes, though we keep you're losing? still third. Now, I, I, I'm going to ask it this way to help kind of just back you up a little bit off that ledge. When you say concern, what is the concern for? There's four things. Yes. Are you concerned for a playing spot? Are you concerned to just make the playoffs? Are you concerned to host the first round? Are you concerned to get to the Western Conference Finals? Are you concerned for the final? Like what? What are you con- when you say I'm concerned? I just what don't are you like concerned the way they're about? I don't know. They can't. But what shoot. are you concerned about? Are you concerned that the they're shooting? Not- no, but but what's the concern from? Like why are you concerned? Watching this team, right? It just seems you don't like understand what I guess I'm, I'm trying to say. Like, is the concern that like with the Saints? Are you con- when you watch the city? I'm concerned they make the playoffs, right? That's where the concern right. comes from. Or you can concern you can win the games. Like this team can win games, right? So if, what what are you concerned about? Is it that they won't make the playoffs? I, they'll probably make the, they'll playoffs. Make the playoffs. Okay, they'll so make the playoffs. But, so it's a different they, level of concern just, than, than, than seasons past, though, right? Like seasons oh, past, absolutely. There's no concern. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I got you. So but your expectations this, have been. I thought this team was going to be better so far, and they're just okay. But they, I know they're third, and I know you see them. And you it's like 45 covering. games though. Brandon Ingram and Zion have missed together, the most than any other stars they've ever done. That. So here, here's what I'm going to tell you. Why does this happen? Uh, Where is Ingram? Is he a problem? Well, here's what I'm going mean, to tell Willie you. Willie Green is not getting in. Is is he just not having faith in Willie Green? No, What's I, his problem? It's, it's, What's his problem? The best, way, the, the best way I can kind of put it out there is this. It's football. Think of turf toe. Turf toe. And how long has he been out? 12, almost 30 games. Hasn't he been cleared? So as Christian Clark's piece came out on Monday... This is a player issue. 
where can you not he, play with pain? When he feels comfortable and a hundred percent and ready to go, that's when he will go. Now we can discuss whether or not that's what you want him to do. And all. I'm just saying that that's what the issue is with that. Well, the team freaking become, needs him right I, now more it, than it, ever. It, I understand. Now it becomes that. it becomes an issue. And these guys that guys that can play hurt. Well, the guys so, that can't play with so pain. That's, that's what I'm talking about here. We're, one of the things you guys said was depth. We had a caller yesterday say the same thing. Like, I wish we were deeper. So here's the thing. I'm going to take the box score from last night. In the box score last night, if I told you, Najee Marshall with 12 points, right? He's been averaging 16, 18, had a couple of games of 22 and 24, whatever. Um, that's great. He was coming off the bench as a role player. Right. Trey Murphy last night only made one, but the game before that in Cleveland made three threes. Right? 12 points, something like that. That's fantastic. He hits three threes. Coming off of a roll, right? Not what 32 this team in the fourth quarter. But hear me out. Well, I'm, I'm explaining it. Najee played 32 minutes. Trey played 29 minutes. Dyson Daniels, John, last night had nine points, six rebounds, three assists in 12 minutes. You'd love that, right? Problem is he started. That's 33 minutes. Those are three guys I just named you that in the starting five that you would have coming off in half those minutes that can still give you that kind of production, that can help you, that is now your depth. The problem is they're your starters. It's not disrespectful. It's just fact. There are reasons certain people are role players, second stringers, you know, special teamers, and starters, right? I'd love to be able to say... Rashid Shahid is all of this. Like Jose. He's not Michael Thomas, though. I like mean, Jose. I, I, and I know like, we love to rip him because he's in. But right. Michael Thomas, when healthy and not hurt, was Michael Thomas two, three touchdowns in the last few seconds against Atlanta. Right? I mean, that's just, I'm just telling you. So there's a difference. When Marshawn Lattimore is playing, he picks sixes and wins you a game. When he's right. not playing, the Saints secondary isn't as good. You if, can't do a lot of different like things. Like Michael Thomas plays last year, we're in the play. Absolutely, but that's what I'm getting at. I think even if he plays a lot this year, Marshawn Lattimore missed two-thirds of the season. I mean, I, so my point is, when you have your key players off the bench having to play starter minutes, you can do that for a game or two. You can do that. Or not. I even talked about it with John. He was just showing me, and I showed him the schedule. They only had six home games this year, yeah. I mean, this month. So it, it's, it's the perfect storm of bleep, if you want to look at as to why this team went from first place to trying to hold on and stay their head above water, which is why a couple weeks ago I said, can you just be in six at the end of the All-Star break? When I didn't believe in them, it was what I was seeing here. A lot more road games, not as many home games, and you're going to be out two scores. Weak. There you go. Chef's got it. Shuckaholics is the latest name, by the way. Give it to him. Ben Heisler, fantasy and betting expert yeah. next setting us in New Orleans. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. As a parent, you know you can't prevent every accident. Play it safe with the right equipment. 
Add a mouth guard to your child's sports or recreational equipment list to help prevent the impact of a painful and costly facial injury. Mouth guard should be fitted so it does not misalign the jaw. Lightweight, strong, easy to clean, properly sized, covering the upper and lower teeth and gums. If your child does sustain a facial injury, seek an evaluation from an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. OMSs are experts in handling injuries to the face, mouth, and jaws. Learn more at myoms.org. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Went to a festival in our town. I embarrassed my daughter, who's about to turn four in October. I couldn't win at any of the, you know, the shooting basketball games. So it, it became a little bit embarrassing as people were walking around like, oh, hey, Jay, love the show. You know, you're one hell of a player. And a couple of guys have made their shot. They got no form. The ball's hitting all these other, like, other rims bouncing going. I couldn't make a damn shot. It bend the rim. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. We will hear from Ben Heisler shortly. Oh, my goodness. All right. Look, I, I'm just here to uh, to pass along the things, right? John Forkade? Yeah, what are you passing along? Uh, I need a few seconds here. We are live at Iberville. 37-1 Iberville. It is Katie's. I am. Uh, I have asked you guys to go ahead and send me some suggestions. Legitimately, Chef Scotty's meeting with the architects right now and his manager uh, about the Oyster Bar. He's going to be opening uh, across right, the street here. Super yeah. excited. Um, he honestly asked him, what's the name? He's like, I don't know yet. So <laughs> They're still debating on a name. So let's help him out. Yeah. Let's have, let's have some fun. Shuckaholics. Shuckaholics sounds good. It just came in. Uh, I like that. Shuckaholics is one that just popped up. I have suggested Scotty's on a half shell, and I actually drew a caricature of what I think it should be. And on you the front said of the building. half shell, like in one yeah, slash like, two yeah, half shell. Yeah, yeah, like the numerical half. Right, and then, uh, numerical. Look, because he's got like some, some drawings on the side of the building now, so it just it just... People are used to seeing that as it is. Go ahead and just put Scott in an oyster shell. And now we have to debate what it is he's doing in the oyster shell. You, for some reason, want him charging. I want him charging. Like the Mel Gibson movie with the right, flag. With you, the whole number flag. You've got, got the half shell name written on <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I, I got so just the half, half number. Yes. Okay, I got that. That's All what right. I'm talking about. Um, I just have him giving the thumbs up just now, you know, in, in light of all of that. All right. That's generic. Okay, I got to do this. Are you ready? Mike Triplett, now with New Orleans. Football works with Nick Underhill, so I would trust these sources. I tried to tell y'all. Welcome back. Mike Triplett tweeting: The Saints are not planning to replace offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael Jr. or any assistance beyond Dan Roshar at this point. Although the team knows it needs to be better on offense, they believe in Carmichael and his track record. Adding to offensive staff could be possible. What did I tell you this morning? Watch Carmichael, quote-unquote, be that, and Ronald Curry maybe be like Joe Brady was over at LSU. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand where you're going with that, but it still doesn't... 
Let me tell you something about professional coaches. They don't want to split the job. Right. If Carmichael doesn't feel comfortable as being slash office coordinator, make him the quarterback coach and Curry the OC. That's what you do. Okay. Well, there it is. So, Saints fans, we're going to talk with Ben Heisler, and I'm just going to open up the phone lines to how you feel about that. I kind of saw this coming earlier in the week, which is why we talked about it. But Ben Heisler, fantasy and betting expert. As always, man, a pleasure to meet, uh, to have you on the show. How are you, Ben, this afternoon? I'm well, Gus. I, uh, this surprised to hear about the Carmichael news. That was, uh, certainly interesting given that Byron Leftwich is left, Greg Roman's now gone. Uh, meanwhile, Pete Carmichael and Matt Canada in Pittsburgh, uh, happily sticking around. By the way, I, I have a submission for the, uh, for the Oyster News. Can I, can show this here. Yeah. Okay. What, a, what about if it's like a, a 1970s funk theme and you call it Shaka Khan? Oh, I like that. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Ooh, there, right? I, I like that. that down yeah. there. Shuck. Yeah, that one just came. I love it. Shuck a con. We had all shucks. We had oh shucks. We had shuckaholics. Shuckaholics. Shucks all. Yeah. <laughs> Impressive names on this list. This is like, yeah. This is this is in our wheelhouse. Shucks is like oh, and dad, I mean like, dad, right. The dad puns involved with this like right mm-hmm. on the I just got another one. Shuck that. Shuck that. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Like who that? Shuck that. Shuck that. Shuck that. <laughs> <laughs> which could apply to so many different things. Look, man, you mentioned left which there. Matt Canada coming back. Uh, the Ravens have parted ways with offensive coordinator Greg Roman as well. How surprising though what happened in Los Angeles? The Rams, five coaches, O line, special teams, defensive back, an assistant D, D- lineman. And another as well. It kind of seems like the story this offseason, as opposed to years past, isn't head coaches, it's assistant coaches. Yeah, and, and let's not forget that uh, you have Ben Johnson with Detroit coming back, and he was considered to be one of the hottest coaching names on the carousel. So you're going to see a lot of turnover, I think, year to year consistently in the NFL. This is a year where you're not seeing as many at the head coaching position compared to what we saw with last year with, with seven or eight different uh, positions now uh, let go. Um, so I, I think it's kind of – it's teams trying to chase different trends, right? Like there's an element to – I think the Pittsburgh situation in New Orleans is actually fairly similar. So Dennis Allen, and I'm reading about this now, has suggested that there's – it helps to have continuity in the Saints on years that they have had some some downturns in offensive production have bounced back the following year versus the team having to learn an entirely different system, uh, factor in a coordinator that may or may not work even better or certainly far worse than what they currently have. I, I think it's in a league where you need year-to-year consistency, um, but the results aren't there. I, I don't know if it necessarily adds up. But I think it's also a look at teams trying to say, if we can continue to have the same people in place, uh, it's better to know the devil that you do than the devil that you don't. I, I You know, and, and it's interesting you put it that way because that was my point yesterday about it, it's um, what's out there and that 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 risk of not knowing or not knowing, right? And I brought up the fact that Ronald Curry is going to be calling offensive plays in the senior bowls already currently on that staff with the Saints there as well. Kind of know them and don't. And then uh, also when you look at the fact that you're, you're, you look at 
whether it's Dorsey, the enemy, or an up-and-coming offensive coordinator, they have a they have a current good quarterback, and I don't know what a quarterback is for this. It's just a lot of variables, you know. And the more I looked at it, I was like, I I don't know. Especially you don't know Dennis Allen's future. To be honest with you, what if the Saints don't do well? The question marks with cap and all that. But you're seeing that with a lot of different teams, huh? Are you surprised, Ben, with the amount of defensive coordinators that are getting? interviews and may likely get head coaching jobs no because i think you've seen a trend with this sort of new age younger offensive minded head coach where in some scenarios this works out exceptionally well but you're also seeing a lot of the burnout that comes with that position and a lot of smart young defensive coordinators have been able to adjust and i remember peyton manning actually said this during a manning cast last year and it was part of the reason that um you know when when the chicago bears took matt eberflus who was then the defensive coordinator with the colts and why i wasn't on the train of they have to get an offensive mind for justin Fields. the philosophy was if you're bringing in a defensive coordinator you, you certainly a need to be able to have somebody that's going to be there to help establish that reputation more often than not that can come from a defensive minded head coach that's that's somebody that is in charge of a lot more organization consistency uh, but they're also reading offenses as well. They're adjusting to the offensive play calls. They're they're making plenty of different changes at the line. Um, so I don't necessarily look at it from the stance of, well, yes, the NFL is moving in a more offensive direction. I think, if anything, it's an opportunity to zag at that, knowing that if you bring in the right defensive-minded head coach who also understands the right person to hire to scheme in the proper offense, I don't think it's necessarily a, a good thing or a bad thing. I, I think it's about understanding that position as head coach, as sort of the CEO of the football operation, and making sure that the people you bring in are in a position to be successful. That's what I've seen with a lot of really good franchises, is the head coach is overseeing everything. It's not purely just them doing the play calling and everything else. Very good point. Speaking with Ben Heisler, Benny Heis, at Benny Heis, the way to follow over on Twitter. Let's get to the game, sir. Uh, Jaguars at the Chiefs, man. You gotta give credit to Jacksonville. Fought, pulled it out there at the end. But, uh, this is a different animal, isn't it? KC, that environment, that team, they are eight and a half point favorites. Too many points or just about what you would see? I, I think it's too many points. I'm probably on the, on the side of Jacksonville knowing that it's likely going to continue to climb. Um, remember, this is still a Jacksonville team that basically was left for dead before playing the team that is notorious for, for blowing these types of leads in the Chargers. So you, you couldn't completely rule them out. But in Kansas City, fourth worst record against the spread in the NFL at 6-10-1 and 10 and 1 this year at home. Um, you know, this is a, a team that won by 10 when these two teams played before. It was the first time all season um, that they had covered at home. That was back in Week 10. I, I, I just think anytime you have Kansas City – at home, um, in these types of scenarios, is a massive favorite. Uh, they tend to let you down, and I expect them to win. Certainly, they're the favorites on the board to win the Super Bowl. But Doug Peterson knows Andy Reid about as well as anybody. He was his protege, worked for him for several different years. So you have a feeling that you can do some element of game planning for what your former coach was putting together. Um, and, and right now, Trevor Lawrence's confidence is sky high. Um, and they have plenty of weapons. The Chiefs have had issues on the defensive side of the ball, in particular stopping the run. And if Travis Etienne can get himself going, that, that's going to be a problem. So 
So I, I expect Jacksonville to hang around throughout this game. I, I the bet that I prefer the most is on the under. I'm surprised that the line has continued to move up from, you know, 52 and a half, 53. Uh, I, I'm very much on the under. I grabbed it at 52. And even though I don't have the best line right now, Gus, that's, that's the area that I'm going. Uh, just because these games historically, the big favorites at home on Saturday, uh, those tend to go under. And it has been the case for Kansas City throughout the course of the year. Hey, Ben, John Forkett, the other Saturday game, Giants go to Philadelphia, banged-up quarterback that Philadelphia has. It is a 7.5-point favorite. What's your, what's your take on this one? Yeah, the 7.5 is a little bit concerning. I know that the Giants are going to probably get some public backing because the, the Eagles just haven't looked the same since Jalen Hurts went down. And even the couple games that he was still healthy, um, you know, they were not – looking as the, the first-half dominant team that we were accustomed to seeing. But I just think these are two teams on completely different tiers. Yeah, Giants team, Daniel Jones, looked terrific against the Vikings defense that's been bottom five over the course of the entire season as one of the luckier teams in the NFL. The bet that I like the most, because I do think this line is going to move to seven, and if that's the case, I'll take Philadelphia there. Um, I, I like the Eagles in the first half at minus three and a half. They've been the top-scoring first-half offense in the NFL by a wide margin this year. Uh, averaging more than 17.4 points per game in the first half. Giants have been a team that notoriously is known for coming back in games. Uh, they're only averaging over a little over nine points in the first half, 23rd in first half total offense. You also have the Giants coming off a short week going on the road against the rest of the Philadelphia team. So, uh, yes, there's familiarity between both teams and being in the same division, but uh, seven and a half I don't particularly care for. I do like the Eagles in the first half to cover that three and a half. All right, on to Sunday, Bengals and Bills. Buffalo, five-and-a-half-point favorites in this one here. Two o'clock kickoff, Central Time. Yeah, I like Buffalo. And Ooh. I, well, here's the thing about the Bengals. Every trend for this particular matchup leads towards Cincinnati, right? Joe Burrow is 3-0 and as a playoff underdog in his career. Uh, on Sundays compared to Saturdays, um, you've seen – Road teams go 15 and 17 straight up and 22 9 and 1 against spread versus Saturday is a completely different animal where home teams are 21 and 3 straight up, 18 and 6 against spread. Um, so everything lines up for Cincinnati, but I, I have some major concerns about their offensive line. That was part of the reason that Cincinnati in the early portion of the season didn't look particularly impressive because they hadn't gelled, they hadn't gotten themselves going, and, and Joe Burrow may not have three of his top five offensive lines. Jonah Williams is hurt. Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins, uh, all these guys could very much be out. Um, and, and I still look at Buffalo in this matchup as the elite-level defense that if they don't have those top three offensive linemen in there, they're going to be looking their chops going after Joe Burrow. Burrow's incredible. Like, the, the numbers speak for themselves, but um, he is turnover-prone when he doesn't have time to throw, um, and that's been over the course of his career. Cincinnati's been a great covering team, but – there's a reason why it feels like the Bengals are the right side, yet the line keeps moving further and further away from them. I'm going to side with the Sharps, and I'll take Buffalo. All right, there you go. And then there's one more game. The, on the last game is the game that everybody's really wanting to see. Can the Cowboys come back from Wheaton, Tampa Bay, and going all the way to the West Coast against a hot 49ers in a Brock Purdy? Minus four. Who you like in this one? I, If I had to take a side, I'd still lean San Francisco only because I, I, I trust the coaching matchup in Shanahan um, and, and D'Amico Ryan's against Mike McCarthy. 
I, I do have some concerns, though, about whether or not Purdy is going to start to have that one game where he makes a mistake. He's, the numbers are incredible. And for somebody who was drafted at the tail end of the seventh round to continue to go on this type of a run uh, is nothing short of, of breathtakingly impressive. At the same time, Dallas has a terrific ability to rush the quarterback. Purdy is still a rookie playing in, in single-digit games over the course of his entire career. And now you're talking about you know another playoff game at home uh, against some of the premier pass rushers in the NFL and Michael Parsons. Because of that, I like the under in this game at under 46. Uh, if you can find it at 46.5, I certainly think that's in play. That's the bet that I would take. But I do think San Francisco, because of their ability to run the ball, because of their a balance on both sides, um, and of, of course because of how good they've been in the second half, uh, when you can pressure Dak Prescott, he is also going to make mistakes. We saw that in the final portion of the regular season. And the Buccaneers just didn't generate any pressure on him. He had all day to throw, and he completed everything. I don't think that's going to be the case with San Francisco. I think they make him uncomfortable, and I think that could end up being the difference in the game. There he is, Ben Heisler. At Benny Heis is the way to give a follow over on Twitter, sir. Always a pleasure. And next week when we chat, man, AFC and NFC Championship games. We'll start talking a little bit more NBA as the trade deadline is approaching, the All-Star break is approaching, so these games mean a little bit more, Ben. Just a little bit more. Yeah, I'll wait, boys. Talk to you then. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much for the time. At Benny Heis, H-E-I-S, the way to follow over on Twitter. All right. That's it. That's our only guest today. John 4K, the rest of the way, it is open. 800-998-1003, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. The news breaking. Mike Triplett, New Orleans Dot Football. The Saints are not planning to replace offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael Jr. or any other assistants beyond Dan Ruchar, who was let go today at this point. Saints fans, I want to hear from you. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account 
provide you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about simply free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Some of the top storylines in the NFL today that uh, stood out. The Ravens parted ways with their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. The Rams... Got rid of five assistants, offensive line, special teams, defensive back, assistant defensive line, and another assistant coach. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have parted ways with Byron Leftwich and possibly five other offensive coaches per Rick Stroud, who covers the Buccaneers. The New Orleans Saints, Jeff Duncan this morning reporting, parted ways with assistant Dan Ruchard. He was with the team since 2013, the second longest tenured current staff member behind Pete Carmichael. And Pete is not going anywhere. Well, per Mike Triplett. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I hear what Mike says. There we go. No, you don't have to hear what Mike says. Oh, it's uh, it's the music here. The music. There we go. Welcome back. Yep. There we go, everybody. Nice and loud. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Come on, everybody. It's a beautiful day. Just lower the window. You know it. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Run it back, baby. Run it back. Welcome back, Pete. And welcome back, Carter. <laughs> yes. Ooh, we didn't pass it. Oh, no, we fumbled. <laughs> So I had a fullback call for that play. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. 31 to throw the ball. Welcome back. Get to the fullback, baby. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, run out of bounds when you got third and show you Hey, I called the right play. Mark Ingram went out of bounds. Welcome back. Like Scott said, you get a little bit too much money on that. I called the right play. Taysom Hill was wide open in the end zone. Andy Dalton didn't see him. Welcome back, baby. Welcome back. (laughs) Sean is going to beat you. Oh, he is. Brand new head coach of the Panthers is going to (laughs) happen. I'm sure you have all the faith in the world. Pete Carmichael versus Sean Payton twice a year, huh? Well, you yeah, don't think Sean Payton's going to know what he's calling. Again, let's just... Okay. Okay. Well, let's get serious. We now. don't know if Sean Payton is going to be the head coach of the Carolina Kitty Cats, although he is interviewing with them, and we made a case. I Not even a case. We could... If, if, I, if I write it down on the sheet of paper, it makes... It makes a lot of sense yeah, for Sean to be the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Brand new facilities getting built out there in the suburbs. So you'll have a state-of-the-art training facility. That will help you attract free agents. You have a billion, a billionaire hey. as an owner. We, we had a little birdie, um, little birdie tweet, uh, uh, tweeted, uh, the wife likes Carolina. Yes. Um, 
apparently uh, wouldn't mind. You know, signed yep, off on yep. it. Yep. She signed off on Carolina. But okay, so look at it from a football perspective. They got a young defense. J.C. Horn, cornerback, safeties. You got some good linebackers, D linemen. They got a pretty good defense, right? That they do. More importantly, you saw Hart. This team traded away right. McCaffrey. They got rid of their head coach, and they played hard for Steve Wilkes. Got rid of their quarterback. So, you, you does, does my does my locker room have hearts? Do I have guys that want to play? They came up just short of the postseason, like the Saints, right? But they were battling there towards the end. On the offensive side of things, you mentioned the running back. They got a nice okay. young line. Um, I can go get an impact receiver, free agency in the draft. I can yep. go do that. And if anything, this guy has shown he won with Lance Moore. He won, you know what I'm saying? So he's been able to do that. Sam Darnold, when he played mistake-free football, I mean, he beat a team with five completions. That still shocks me. But the report this morning and late last night, you saw a few of them. That Tepper, David Tepper, is willing and is pushing and saying, if you want Tom Brady, and Sean, he wants that package together. Yep. So, and remember. he's going to negotiate for Carolina. Usually the GM, no, this is the head coach. He's going all out there saying, I'll, open checkbook. Tell me what you want, Sean. Well, remember, the Carolina Panthers also have a high draft pick. So, because of it, right, you have the Bears at one, Houston two, Cardinals three, Colts four, Seahawks five, Lions seven with the Raiders. And then you have, um, I think Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta and Carolina. So Carolina's nine. So it is a top ten pick. They could absolutely still, you know, um, well, move up. They can do all kinds. But again, it, it's, it's, now I don't know if that pick would be on the table. Right, that's the question. Do they okay, have, yeah, is the number round. nine pick on the table? Because if you're, if you're Sean, remember, earlier this week on Monday, he said it's a mid to late right. or a pick next year. Right. It has to be. Because if I'm Sean, I'm bringing Tom in and I'm maybe drafting a top quarterback that's left, whether it's Levis or whatever, and then I can have him groom and learn under Tom Brady for year one and do all that. I don't, there's a lot Plus of moving parts. Saints accept that knowing that you don't have a first yeah. round pick. Well, you know, I, I, look, I think being in the division, man, they're going to want more than just a next year. You're going to face one. him twice. I'm just, you know, 800 want to hear from you, Saints fans. What do you think uh, about the news that Mike Triplett put out there just a little bit ago? Uh, now 41 minutes ago. Saints are not planning to replace offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael Jr. or any other assistants beyond Dan Ruchar at this point per sources. Although the team knows uh, it needs to be better on offense, they believe in Carmichael and his track record. That is what Mike is saying. What track record? I'm just, Look, again, this was told to him, no doubt. Adding to offensive staff is still possible. Now, what does that mean? I Now, adding to the staff, it's what I kind of think. If you're adding, don't you bring somebody else on board? You could maybe bring in as an offensive analyst or somebody to kind of do that. Now, let me explain why he says that. The next tweet is, I expected Saints to make bigger changes on offense, but this does fall in line with what Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis have consistently preached about valuing stability in key roles over making emotional decisions. It's what I tried to tell you all yesterday and the day before that. What was that? Well, I Don't knowing get too how, emotional? No, knowing how this team works, they, they, they're going to say, oh, it's the injuries. Oh, well, you know, it, it was maybe this. Well, you know, it, it, instead of being emotional and going, hey, you stink, and, uh, and you're going to move on. Mike also adds, 
that bouncing back from previous seven and nine seasons could be a factor. There's people in that building going, look, we've had off years. We've had a bad year. We know how to run it back and and make the right changes without blowing it up and be competitive. He also tweeted, what an, what's an absolute must is that Saints recognize the offense has fallen flat in recent years and must evolve. Could that happen with Carmichael? Sure. Offense has taken many forms over his tenure, mostly very good. But now it needs to take a new form in the post-Payton Breeze era. We don't have time because we're about to go to break. But when we come back in hour three, Dan Orlovsky was speaking this morning on first take about the Byron Leftwich dismissal. And he said it was a move that had to happen. He's the only one at ESPN that said it needed to happen. A lot of people are saying it, he's being left out to dry, whatever. He says specifically that. He points to a time this year, Byron Leftwich was asked about analytics. And Byron laughed about it. He's an old school coach. And in today's game, it's evolved. Coaches use analytics. Brandon Staley maybe too much, right? Going forward and forth and stuff. But that's the point that we're saying here. And maybe with Pete and Sean understanding that, which is why I keep thinking, I wonder if Ronald Curry is your game day play caller and Carmichael is an offensive analyst, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, I know the structure, how this offense can sort of go, but Ronald, the day to day, the position groups, right there, Stapler, you know, maybe he does that. I don't know. Yeah, but you still you made a comment. Bring us someone else on board. Well, you can bring another guy on board just to be the analyst. Let's talk about it. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. In the seventh inning. Let me guess. You lost Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi went out the Wi-Fi in the apartment. Always goes out. You know what it is? They're doing. They're, they're renovating the outside of the building, and so like it's interfering. I think with the Wi-Fi. Anyway, so I'm quickly scrambling. I got to find out what's going. So I take out the trusty app. I hear my own voice saying, "Go to ESPN app and listen." And and uh, and sure enough, there it is. One, two, three, boom, I got the radio call. Okay. Eduardo Perez on the radio call. You remember your own instructions? Yes, I did, but it doesn't say listen live. I keep saying on the air, it says live radio. You got to scroll more, scroll down to live radio. I like listening on the radio. Oh, that's what it says right there. Buy a new building and get new Wi-Fi. Can I I tell you, that's what it says right there on the screen. Live radio. Jay, I only have one eye. (laughs) 
now. I only have one leg. You don't see me use that as a complaint. Yep. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, Laurel.